This is Down Home Dysfunction with your host, Ariel. Fuck you, and here's to me. And Drew. <laughs> you just fucking skunk spray <laughs> the floor. <laughs> Whatever. At least there's pretzels in the world. At least. <laughs> At least. Episode 10. We made it, motherfuckers. Uh, uh, wait, is this 10? Yeah, it is 10. It's just 10.2. Oh, yeah. I don't <laughs> fucking know. Uh, that was The Little Mermaid, and I am... F- Fat Jonah Hill playing Nemo's dad. (laughs) (laughs) Dude. You know what I think we should address on this episode? Let's do it. What are we addressing? What everybody wants to know. Hot topics. Yeah, you sent me some stupid ass showrunner and I just don't give a fuck about it to be honest. I looked at it and I was like, yeah, fuck that. Fuck that. I don't give a fuck about any of this. I don't give a fuck about Cuomo. I don't give a fuck about Dr. Seuss. I don't give a fuck about any of this. That's true. But yeah, I what the people want to know is why our last name's Garcia. <laughs> Ooh, that's a hot topic for episode ten for sure. Let's fucking do it. Go, bitch. <laughs> All right. So if you know us, uh, you know that we don't fit the name other than our intense love of tacos, which. Uh, Speaking of ASMR, because I'm keeping that in the episode, by the way. <laughs> oh, about my pretzels? Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. No, but... Uh, Probably hear me crunching this whole time. Well, it was the, you know, <laughs> that <laughs> thing. Uh, it just reminded me of uh, all the fajita sounds. <laughs> we were talking about this at dinner, and <laughs> just fucking, literally, every time that the fucking fajitas were walking by, and it's just... <laughs> and I was like, man... Now, that's some fucking ASMR everybody can get behind. Mm. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have fajitas uh, to, you know, give you guys good ASMR. You just got to listen to my shitty rendition. But, yeah, we're, we're def- we can definitely do that. Um, but I do have, I mean, I don't care about talking about Cuomo. Everybody knew he was a fuckboy from that's the jump. That's not, no, mm-mm. That's not what we're talking about, Drew. I know. You're I'm I'm agreeing with you. We can we can not talk about okay, it. Okay, yeah. We know Kwama's a fuckboy. <laughs> Dodger Seuss's is what it is. Whatever, green eggs and ham, yeah, that's good shit. Whatever, who cares? Anyways, Do yeah. Those books are two hundred dollars a piece at least. Yeah, now. I know. I think I'm pretty sure my I have a box set of those somewhere. Yeah, fuck GameStonk. You should just be buying fucking Doctor Seuss. Dude, books. I made eight hundred dollars in GameStonk today. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Diamond hands, motherfucker. Fifty dollar investment to eight hundred dollar investment. I don't give a shit. Irrelevant. Diamond hands. Diamond hands over here. But <laughs> rocket ship, rocket ship. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't matter. 
<laughs> I didn't even buy GameStop in the be- to begin with. I bought GameStop for $96 when it tanked out the third time. Yeah, and then you, you jokingly held on. Hold the line. And then here you go, fucking diamond hands, baby. Yeah, I flipped like four or five stocks from a $50 original investment that I bought a dollar stock at. Well. Fucking good this shit. Wolf of Wall Street, bitch. Yeah, meanwhile, I'm over here getting butt-fucked by the market. Butt-fucked by Sundial that I told you to sell out months ago. Oh, don't worry. I'm gonna... Or a month ago. I'm gonna diamond hands that shit because I don't have a choice anymore. Yeah, okay. Anyways. I've I've lost so much fucking money that I literally can't sell it. I just have to keep holding on to that trash can that I'm holding on to. That's burning. It's burning my hands. I don't have feeling anymore. Fucking hurts. Anyways, irrelevant. And then... what else was on that what else was on that runner that i don't give a fuck about well i know there's one thing that you do give i was a fuck selling about. this bastard of a house dude someone buy our house dude we've had so many people in this house dude so our we house- are gonna get to why our last name is garcia i promise because i don't give a fuck about this show right now this week i don't think that it's like a an hour long top oh well it, it could take more than an hour honestly i could fucking riff on this all fucking my whole life because it is my whole fucking life but there's some there's some hot topics to get to before that. Um, yeah, dude, we put the fucking house on the market this week, and within what I think it went up noon on one day, and in that same fucking day, I I remember coming home because I was like, I need to take a shit, <laughs> and uh, you know, because I'm a fucking straight pipe, <laughs> it's fine, and I had just sat down on the fucking shitter. And you called me and you're like, hey, people are coming over to look at the house in 45 minutes. Make it fucking beautiful. And I was like, bro, what? (laughs) I was literally just sitting down and I am not one of those, you know, in and out kind of guys that can just fucking go in, do the biz and then run out in fucking two minutes. I'm a 15 minute shitter. Minimum. 15 minutes minimum oh fuck off minimum yeah minimum <laughs> being the key word so i'm sitting on the toilet stress sweating and it fucking that point i literally have my knees to my ears i am chinese diver style just erupting to try and get the fuck away You're disgusting <laughs> and like i'm so i was so scared dude i was, i've never run through a house and sweat so profusely <laughs> trying to like make the beds because luckily we had just had pictures on the house to go on to market like the day before and you had already slaved over the entire house for fucking 24 straight hours making it damn near immaculate so all we had was like make the beds that we slept in and oh yeah hide the fucking dishes in the fucking microwave because Hopefully they don't, no homeowner or like future homeowner that I have ever known has been like, man, I want to know what the inside of a microwave looks like. You figure, you kind of fucking know that one. So we're just like, I'm stuffing just a whole sink load of fucking dishes in the microwave. And I'm like, oh man, I hope nobody fucking opens this. That's going to look real fucking awkward. Oh well, fuck it. (laughs) And then I get to like crunch time and i was like oh fuck i moved everything off the back patio and i called you and you're like you motherfucker 
put it all back. And so I had to drag our entire... <coughs> I had to drag our entire fucking yard assortment that we never bought a shed for. I'm, I apologize heavily for never buying a shed. That shed is so underrated. I fucking told you. Dude, such a fucking, like, big dumb on my part. Oh, we're not gonna be here that long. I mean, we haven't been, but... After moving everything to paint the fucking back patio and then moving it all back in fucking 10 minutes. Yeah, but the reason we had to paint the back patio is because you don't fucking listen to your wife and decided, oh, I'm just going to take a fucking paint sprayer and I'm going to stain the deck instead of doing like normal fucking people and painting it with a paintbrush, a stain brush. This bastard, let me tell you, he put stain like legit stain in a sprayer and was just going to town spraying our deck like all fire master and everything the fuck and else. everything the fuck <laughs> else there was like the whole back of our house looked like a damn cheetah <laughs> it's like because it's, it's like rough dude i'm, because I'm a big smooth brain <laughs> our our house is like a i don't know like a, it's like a cream vinyl and the stain is like a like out of the can. Obviously, it's like an orangey ass color. Yeah, like a damn cheetah. It was ridiculous. I mean, I I came home from work and he's like he sends me a picture of it from the yard. Obviously, and I'm like like a real G. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that looks so good. Like I'm you know like I'm kind of impressed. I'm like you might get laid tonight. I get home and I like immediately hit the top stair. I go up to the deck and I'm like looking at it and. The first thing that hits me is, holy shit, it's all over the side of the house. And he's like, oh, it'll wipe off. No, the fuck, it doesn't. It really doesn't. Holy fucking shit. It doesn't wipe off. It's not like you can take a Clorox wipe to it or anything like that. No, you have to go buy a professional stain stripper. Like acid. Acid. fucking acid. Yeah. (laughs) I have scars on my legs from using it. Yeah. So, yeah. Um. And while he's using said, uh, what the fuck did I just say? Sprayer. Spur. Spur. Um, it's seeping under the deck onto the patio. There's just fucking stain. Oh my God. There was, was stain everywhere. everywhere. And I'm like, you didn't think to lay like a drop cloth or. Nope. Anything? He <laughs> I'm was a like, big dumb idiot. He's like, no. I'm like, oh my God. Fuck. Like, you know, I don't know. I'm just the brains of this operation. And I'm the skipping stone of a smooth brain, dude. You could throw my shit across the lake in the backyard. But you're not, like, you're so smart, but common sense sometimes, I just want to be like... It escapes me. Yeah, it... it, (laughs) (laughs) Listen to that. That's some real ASMR. The sound of disappointment. (laughs) I just can't get over it, though, because Drew is so intelligent. Like, I want you guys to know that he is so smart. The man is, he is a very intelligent man. Like, he's not stupid by a long stretch. (laughs) But sometimes, like, I just, I want to look at him like, do you know how to tie your damn shoes? Thank God. I got the Velcro straps I was about to say, or do you do Velcro? (laughs) Like, I, I'm just, I... Yeah, I'm like, how can you sit here and do shit like 
long calculations in your head. How can I rewire a thermostat, even though that's not the problem, with zero fucking issues for the most part, and uh, somehow still fucking paint everything but the deck? Yeah. I understand. <laughs> I don't know. It was, uh, yeah. It, mm. Anyways. <laughs> so yeah, it's stressful selling your house, especially when we can't be in our fucking house. Yeah. And we have someone scheduled to be here every fucking 30 minutes from noon until Thatcher's fucking bedtime. Oh my god, yeah. Today Oof. today it was noon. They like I looked at the cameras basically all day and it was noon. They were here from noon until 7:30 all day. Yeah. It was insane. And on top of that, we've already had, what, two weeks now that Thatcher can't fucking go to sleep at an even remotely decent time. And uh, this big boy bed shit, fuck. If anybody knows of like a baby's equal, I know they don't make it, but. They make melatonin, but I don't want to give it to him. No. A honky can dream, though, dude. Holy shit. (laughs) Just the nonstop screaming <laughs> and just every time that I'm like, oh, yeah, tonight I'm going to help my wife out and, uh, you know, I'll lay down with him and Thatcher's just holy like, holy shit. Do you hear that? Yeah, I don't know. I hope our mics didn't pick that up, but uh, there's a fucking thundering herd outside of our house right it's now. It's not a thundering herd. It's somebody that has really shitty bass and thinks they don't. <laughs> dumbass dude yeah but like so thatcher i'm like oh i'll lay down with him and we've got this like routine sorted down you know we lay down in big boy bed and we'll watch like an episode of something on the tv and uh yeah and one episode turns into two turns into screaming Turns into if mommy's not laying next to me, I'm gonna scream violently until she runs upstairs. I don't understand that either because I just don't. I miss the days when I could just lay him down in the crib and he would just roll over and zonk. Man, those were the fucking days. Well, sorry. And you know, because we're fucking selling our house and we can't be inside of our house at all. I'm like, oh, I'll just be nice. I'll take the dog around the block a couple times. You know, it gets her used to being in a car. Fucking wrong. The dog flowed up right in my I fucking truck up. today. <laughs> I flowed up. <laughs> yeah, she gets really bad car sickness, dude. Dude, fuck me. And she literally threw up into the pit of hell that is the in-between seat today and god it was fucking disgusting i was literally like all right it's cool i uh grabbed the dog we rolled to go pick thatcher up i picked thatcher up from daycare and i'm like driving back to the house not realizing that fucking oh we're showing our fucking house every fucking five minutes until you know the end of night starting in this fucking ridiculous and I was like, all right, fuck. I guess I'm going to go to, like, another lap around the block. And then I go to pull in because the house is empty for, like, a few minutes. I'm like, all right, we're going to be good. And as I'm fucking pulling in, fuck me if the dog didn't just violently yak 
into the fucking like in between my fucking two seats. I don't know why I had to say that's so funny. Dude, it was so fucked up. I was literally like, you stupid bitch, you can't wait 30 fucking seconds and just throw up on the grass. I was literally going to take her outside and she literally couldn't wait 30 fucking seconds. Instead, I froze up in your car. And uh, yeah. I froze up. And as I was literally grabbing wipes to like fucking pick all this barf out of my fucking seats. Here comes another two fucking people that are doing walkthroughs of the house. I'm like, fuck, I gotta leave again. I gotta drive somewhere the fuck else. And uh, I was losing my fucking mind. (laughs) Mm. (sighs) Yeah, I'm real over it. I'm real ready to make this fucking bread. Trying to make a whole ass loaf on this house and it is just stressful. It is stressful. It's fucking trash, dude. <sighs> but and Paramount Plus dropped this week. Okay, or, Drew. Just I want to get to this because holy fucking shit, it's so good. He's totally like. I just want to talk about Paramount Plus because it's so good. It's the best streaming service we have now. Mm-hmm. You literally fucking conned my ass into getting it. And then I got fucking hooked immediately. Mm-hmm. Bruh. Rocket Power. Cat Dog. The Amanda Show. Cat which... Dog. <laughs> cat Dog. <laughs> we found out that <laughs> The Amanda Show, weird. dude, has zero rewatchability. Fuck. Yeah, it doesn't. That, that shit was... I don't know what the fuck I thought about that show as a kid. I'm sure that like 10 year old me was just like, Amanda Bond is hot. But, uh, uh look, I'm, I was fucking 10. All right. Cancel me. I don't know. <laughs> like, bro, I did that a long time. I think canceled your ass on the target the other day. Okay. Facts, dude. <laughs> I forgot about that. Talk about fucking how good am I in knowing the dress code for the fucking target? <laughs> you aren't. I'm pretty fucking good. Hot dog. But yeah. Rewatchability, 0%. But Cat Dog and Rocket Power, fire. Fucking fire. So good. So we're going to be uh, talking a lot about Paramount Plus in the coming weeks because it's about all I fucking watch now. Until Hulu decides to get their head out of their ass and stop making us pay for ads. And uh, yeah, when Netflix decides to come out with anything worth a fuck because their top 10 just consistent garbage. We should just cancel Hulu. No. I gotta get my fucking Fox News on. I gotta know what the fuck's going on with our fucking sexual assault people. But, yeah, alright. I'm sorry I married an 80-year-old. Yeah, I'm, I, my, my knees, my back, my butthole, and... I don't want nothing to do with your butthole. <laughs> I was gonna make... A nice rhyme, but nothing rhymes with butthole, so that sucks. Cuomo. <laughs> Mike Cuomo. <laughs> I thought that rhymed. The fucking. I guess right. I was wrong. The moment we've all been waiting for. How is it the two honky ass motherfuckers ended up with the last name Garcia? A memoir brought to you by. Your boy, Fat Jonah Hill. So, 
I like to chalk this up to clerical error more than anything <laughs> because it's such a fucking long story to tell every single fucking person that's ever asked me. So I go, clerical error. And then they go, what does that even fucking mean? So what I mean is my mom, the one that Nate definitely did not have sex with. Well, she had a party phase and she fell in love with a Mexican man named Garcia. But don't worry, he's not my dad. Dad. You're not my dad. <laughs> so, anyways, they uh they were doing this thing where they started dating. It all started in they were fucking penis cold Florida. All right, so homeboy, he was a Navy man, and you know, as uh, my wife can definitely back up, dudes in the nav, they're hot because they wear uniforms, oh, regardless of how ugly and fat they are. Oh my, yeah, that. Mm. The Just, dick game used to be good. Yeah. Okay. And I. Yeah. I don't even. I don't even think I fit in my dress uniforms anymore. So. I never even saw you in a fucking uniform when we first started dating. Thank goodness, right? <laughs> Instant turn off. Yeah, immediately. <laughs> I, when I found out you were in the navy, I was like, Ugh. "My dad was in the navy." Yeah, I think that's what I said. I was like, "Really." How does it feel to have married your dad? <laughs> I didn't marry my dad. You're not like my dad. I mean, I have a beautiful mustache and I'm in the Navy just like when he met, when he was in the Navy, you know, and he had a mustache. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. I've never been fucking drier, but thanks. <laughs> so my mom Ugh. was so turned on by Navy dudes. <laughs> I don't know why. Yeah, I know. They're ugly. Fat. It's not that they're ugly, but. Just why? Like why? Like I I've never understood that. Like why being turned on by military men? Oh, I want a partner that's gonna be gone and leave me alone. Like why the fuck would you want that? Yeah, there's a whole lane of women that really love that whole like depend a life. Like why? Like why? Like I like I'm gonna get a military. Like and the money's not even really worth it. Like it'll be like it's. I mean, I guess it'd be cool. Like. If he was making like fat stacks, but yeah, I mean, you're there to like, uh, who's there to take the trash out? No one's making a whole loaf in the Navy, dude. Not, not at my level. Well, not even like higher levels. I don't think it's worth it because guess what, friend? You being home to take the trash out is worth it. I hate taking the trash out. Fuck yeah. Being like, just, I don't know. It, I'm sorry. Like, I just girls are like that aggravate the fucking shit out of me because i'm just like first off you don't know what it's like you don't know what it's like to come home to an empty ass house alone for months on end or coming home to a screaming child that guess what you're a single mom for the next like several months because yeah who the fuck knows when i'm getting back yeah or like you're basically a single mom because your spouse is working from sun up to sundown by the time they get home your kids in the bed you've done everything you've taken them to school you've made breakfast you've went to work you came home you've done laundry you've made dinner you've gave bath you've done everything and by the time they get home they're so exhausted they fall asleep on the couch either they said hey i love you they've ate they've took a shit they've showered and then they fell back asleep so i mean Anybody that's like, oh, I just want a guy in the military. Yeah, you're in it for the fucking 
BAH. No. That's like if not you're even a- it. if you're actively searching for something in the military, I just believe you're in it for the benefits. Yeah, try care. <laughs> but the insurance, I mean, like the insurance is good, but like it's all right. It's it's not even good. It's all right at best. The best thing that the Navy ever gave me was a free child. I mean, it paid for my tummy tuck. Mm, yeah, but the best thing it ever gave. Me was a free child. And paid for Thatcher. And it pays for my Adderall and my Vivance and my Zoloft and my other shit every month. So, I mean, it pays for me not to go on a mass murder spree. Pill smoothie, baby. Pill smoothie. Vivance to wake up, Adderall to keep me going. Zoloft and um, Trazodone to put me out. (sighs) Stay in school, kids. Drugs are for fools. (laughs) Hey, (laughs) postpartum depression was real and so does ADD but yeah fucking you know she fell in love with that TRICARE that's what it was who me? no oh yeah no back to story I was like what? mumsy got my own fucking money it's fucking Tuesday it's fucking Tuesday it's Wednesday bitch it is Wednesday my dudes (laughs) fucking so my mom Mommy decided she was going to hooks up with a Navy guy. Well, you know, young Navy boy had a hot friend who wasn't bald yet. Spoilers. <laughs> and so uh, they all partied together in Penis Cola on the beach. Because, you know, when you're in fucking Florida, you're not very far from a beach unless you're in Jacksonville. But even still, you're on you're close enough to a shitty beach that, you know, whatever. It's fine. Don't worry, I live there too. And so, like, yeah, then homeboy got fucking orders to wherever the fuck. I don't even remember. I want to say it was like Greenland or something. He was going to be gone for a fucking minute. And obviously. <sighs> oh, shit. Yeah. It was Iceland, by the way. Iceland, yeah. Greenland, Iceland. One of the ands. Your land is my land, all right? Come on. And so <laughs> he, uh,. He was going to be gone, but obviously my mom, born and raised, well, born in Georgia, raised in Florida, and so had a lot of family in the in the Pensacola area, and so she was still there. Well, uh, in uh, comes homeboy, the squad man, who was uh, waiting on orders to go to fucking Alaska, dude, um, you know, the final frontier. Where I would like to have gone at some point in my life. We'll have to visit at some point. Probably during the summer because you already hate the cold. So I don't know that you'd ever want to see it snow. You right. But regardless. Irregardlessly. So they spent some time together and uh, they shacked up. And um, Meaning they colored. Yeah, they colored. As we say in this house. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> And by coloring, we mean fucked, but we don't say that around Thatcher. They say they colored. They hugged with no clothes on. No, (laughs) we don't say that. We say colored. Yeah, they were coloring. And uh, I don't know how many times they colored. I can assume it was maybe more than once, but it may have only taken once. God, can uh, you imagine if it was one time what a super sperm you were? Dude, I am the ultimate swimmer. Let me tell you. 
<laughs> yeah, that's insane. And so off home off new man goes to Alaska and uh Mumsy starts to feel a little sick to her stomach. That morning sickness ain't no fucking joke, boys. I hope you know that if your wife is yakking her fucking barbecue up, don't just laugh. Hold her hair. She'll appreciate that. Don't mention anything about shit buckets either. <laughs> don't make your significant other who is pregnant watch Extreme Hoarders. You will laugh your ass off and then regret it. <laughs> so, then my wife... Uh, <laughs> Oh, God. Freudian slip. And my mom. I fucking hate you. <laughs> I hate myself. You should. Even more. So my mom. Mom. My mom. Not my wife. We're talking about my mom. My mom <laughs> got very pregnant. And at that point, she was already still talking to her original boo thing, who was off doing navy men things and i guess the timing had worked out to where it was close enough that i was gonna be a fucking coin toss and um yeah then she decided to get murdered to a man who was not my daddy but she didn't know that yet i think i'd like to hope and think please and then uh, you know, the big game comes up, and here I come, head first into the world, kicking and fucking screaming, and, uh, it was a 50-50 bet, and it looks like they didn't bet it all on the right color, because out I came, white as a fucking sheet, hanging in the wind on a nice summer breezy day. And, uh, yeah, so then I was born Anthony Drew Garcia because, uh, the person who thought he was my daddy was, uh, his middle name was Antonio and he was a very Hispanic man. And when I came out a little bit lighter shade than he expected, he was like, ah, we're going to go with Anthony because that's a little bit less questionable, but we're keeping the last name. Damn it. We're going to keep the Garcia name alive. And so he signed my birth certificate, i.e. clerical error. And uh, yeah, so then I was born Anthony Drew Garcia, which no one knows me as because that doesn't make any fucking sense. Why would his name be Anthony? We've never called him that. And instead, two weeks later, I think while Homeboy was gone, my mom uh, decided to change my name legally. And two weeks after I was born, I gained my actual name, Michael Drew Garcia, which is only ironic as the story progresses. Tune in next week for the next episode of How the Fuck Did These Honkies Get That Name? Just kidding. We're going to keep going because we have so much fucking time to kill. All right. So I was born Anthony Drew Garcia. It's a weird fucking name that no one knows me by, but it's not a weird name because if your name's Anthony, that doesn't mean that you're a baby of a one night stand. That's not how that mean. That's not what that means. Just for me, Drew, you're making it fucking weird, dude. So I became Michael Drew Garcia, and uh, yeah, then you know my mom and this man was murdered, 
and they decided to have more kids, right? So, um, they made another kid, right? Who comes out brown, and the next kid comes out brown. You're being long-winded. So, of course, uh, their, you know, homeboy is like, Okay. One of these things is not like, like the, the others. others. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, he's pissed off and is like, Meow. And that marriage dissolves quickly. I mean, not quickly in the fact that it took two more children to figure it out, but sometimes math is hard, kids. <laughs> and so. Or biology. Yeah. Or a Punnett square. Yeah, whatever that is. Okay. What is that? You know, it's like. Oh, is that it, the X Y Z thing? Well, it predicts that, like genotypes and like how breeding. Anyways, okay, just continue on like how your genes are. Like if you, you know, you have a kid that's gonna have like blue eyes, and the parent has like brown eyes. Anyways, continue on with your story. Oh yeah. So one white man and two brown mans does not, in fact, equal. Anything other than potential infidelity. All right. So then I uh, grew up with two Hispanic brothers, which we talked about this uh, a while back, you know, growing up in a very white town because my mom then remarried to another man who is my current stepfather. And he lives uh, or we moved all to the whitest, potentially most racist town in America. Um if you think you have a more racist town than mine, I'd love to swap stories with you, Ooh, brother. what's that town that is near you that was like a sun downtown that like... That is my town. Is it Jay? I thought it was like Flemington or something. No, 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 no. So, all right, we can talk about this too, actually. So, I grew up in little old Jay, Florida. And if you grew up there and you're listening, you already fucking know exactly where this is going we grew up in a motherfucking sundown town which basically is a racist way of saying if you are not white do not be in my town at sundown which i don't agree with i think is fucked up and i grew up in that shit i was fucking seven when i moved there i can't help that all right that's where my fucking house was but very fucked up town a lot of weird shit has happened there and we found like there was like this thread that came out what i think i showed this to you like this past year apparently there was like this weird like fucking um like girls school camp thing there which i would love to get that lady on and talk to her at some point in this and if we ever get the chance to do it i have a billion fucking questions to ask but essentially there was this fucking girl school that was there and by girl school i mean it was like a disciplinary like refugee camp basically where fucking people like willingly sent their fucking troubled in quotation marks daughters um like a boot camp yeah it was like oh i don't want to deal with my fucking daughter she doesn't listen to me so i'll send her across the fucking united states to this bumfuck middle of nowhere town in florida where she will basically be abused for several fucking years all right that happened in my town and somehow no one in the fucking town knew this shit was going on. Well, at least I'm sure there's adults that were, well, people who were adults at the time, right? Because I was a fucking child and most of my child friends all found out this past year when this shit went viral that this shit was going on. And we were all like, dude, what the fuck? We didn't know this shit was happening. And I'm sure some adults knew about it because obviously 
They had to have fucking workers. And it was all religion-based. Yeah, it was all very deep South faith-based. It was fucked up, right? So my town, very fucked up. And uh, yeah, like I said, if you have any fucked up town stories from your fucked up town, uh, I'll go ahead and shamelessly plug. Please email us at dhdpod at gmail.com because I would love to know where any of these fucked up towns are. Let's put them on the fucking map, please. So I grew up in this really fucked up town, right? Sundown town. We just explained that. Uh, Across the bridge. So there was a bridge the like Escambia River Bridge that basically connected my very white town to a very black town called Century, Florida. All right. So these two towns basically, uh, instead of like intermingling and commingling with each other, split up, put a giant fucking river between them. And like basically we had the KKK like base of operations in fucking florida basically and you go right across the bridge and like a very like predominantly black society civilization right town was right across the bridge so it led to a lot of very like strained relation um growing up and that was like a really weird fucking time for me which childhood is generally weird but that growing up in that town I'm not going to say you fucked me up for life, but it definitely gave me some real common perspective whenever I started living other places where, like, maybe I'm not the fucking majority, right? And I grew up with two Hispanic brothers in an all-white town where basically the only people who were not whiter than fucking white, all right, was my family and another family. Everyone else, Miracle Whip, Kraft Mayonnaise, dude fucking the whitest kids you know and uh so i grew up in that um i also grew up being told that my brother's dad and my dad same guy and i know that sounds stupid that sounds really stupid and i'm sure there's plenty of people who are like oh how in the fuck Did you, a very fucking pale human being, stupid honky, think that you were of the same relation to these two very brown Hispanic children? Look, man, people join cults every day. There's a a dumb idiot out of every ten people. There's at least one to five, right? And, uh, so when you're told something at a young age, you kind of believe it, especially when it's coming from the people who, you know, raise you, but whatever, that's fine. I'm not bitter at all. Honestly, at this point, I've pretty much gotten over it. And so I find out when I am like 20 years old, like 20 human years old that, uh, I have a different dad than my brothers, and, uh, yeah, that kind of, like, shatters me a little bit. It fucks me up good, real good. Um, it was a very fucked up situation how it happened, because basically my stepdad told me, and then I just didn't, I proceeded to move out of my parents' house and not talk to them for a year, and it was a rough time, let me tell you, but that's fine, right? I was given a picture and a letter. 
It was basically like, hey, you see that guy who looks like you in a black and white photo from like fucking, you know, more than 20 years ago? That's your dad. And you see that guy who's standing like two rows away from him that looks a lot like your brother's dad? Not your dad, bro. But we told you he was. Very, very cool. And so uh, I basically had a name that unfortunately is probably one of the most common names that I have come to find on uh, any social media site ever. Um, so my dad, his, his name is Michael. That's not weird at all. Uh, his name is Michael Glass. <laughs> and so uh, that was earth shattering to a... Uh, 20 year old mind. And so I had several years of awkward conversations with old white men whose names were Michael Glass. As did your then girlfriend. Um, we're going to get to those two. Mrs. FBI, CIA agent. Oh, suck my dick. NSA extraordinaire. Uh, but <laughs> so before I met my wonderful wife, who is probably the best detective that has never actually been paid as a detective. Uh, I had a lot of weird conversations with creepy old white men named Michael Glass. Uh, some of them might have looked a little bit like that picture, but obviously uh, I don't know how to age somebody's face 20 fucking years. And uh, it's kind of hard to tell what people are going to look like when they're older. I didn't, I would look in the mirror and go, what the fuck would I look like if I was, 20 fucking years older than I am now. And so it didn't come easy, fun fact. And so I, you know, had no money, so I couldn't just go hire some PI private investigator with a mustache and a monocle to go fucking hunt my dad down. So I resorted to like, you know, MySpace and Facebook and all those weird fucking social media sites where creepy white men uh, try to talk to you know, 14-year-old girls, not fucking 20-year-old dudes. So, needless to say, I was very unsuccessful in finding my dad. I had pretty much, uh, by the time I was like 22-ish, uh, I had resorted to the thought that uh, my dad's probably dead and uh, I'm never going to get to meet him. And I guess I'll just live the rest of my fucking life thinking that's, a, that's how it's going to be. And so then uh, I was like, you know what? I don't know. Once again, before I, I'm going to preface the next statement I say with, I'm a fucking dumb idiot. And my wife doesn't seem to know that I'm a dumb idiot, but that's fine. Uh, I'm a big, dumb, stupid boy. And I, in my brain, had come up with this thought scenario story that if I join the Navy... I can access the Navy's records because my dad was in the Navy and I could befriend somebody who can go into some weird records and maybe find out where my dad is. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and let everyone know now. I don't think that's how that scenario works, but I did join the Navy and wow, what a fucking idiot I am. <laughs> and so I joined the Navy Originally, I was like, I want to be a cop. Wouldn't that be fucking awesome to be a cop in the Navy? 
I'm going to be a military cop. I'm going to do cool shit, shoot guns and kill people and be in the NCIS like the TV show. And I, too, will have white hair and be a grisly old man who can solve all these crimes. And uh, then I was apparently smart enough on paper that they were like, how would you like to do some fucking nerd shit instead? You can do nuclear things. And I was like, oh, fuck yeah. I can make a bomb that kills people like Hiroshima. And uh, yeah, no, that's not what happened at all. It actually is way different than that. My day-to-day job has nothing to do with making bombs. Fuck. So I joined the Navy and uh, signed a contract for some money and uh, left for boot camp, which if you want to hear all my crazy boot camp stories, go to my podcast, Getting Old, where I talk with Navy people about how great their lives are in the Navy. Uh, I joined the Navy. Inevitably, uh, me and my wife were on a on two tornadoes of a path that were going to converge together at some point in that time and uh, reignite the flames of the search for Michael Glass. And uh, so I met my wife, and of course, she was very easy to talk to. She's still very easy to talk to. I married her because we have great conversations that sometimes people get to listen to. Welcome to the show. And uh, I told her, you know, about my story, about how I was dumb enough to believe for 20 years that, you know, cults don't exist and brown people are my family 100% by blood because genetics don't fucking exist. When you get told by somebody that raised you that brown plus white equals family by blood, 100%. That's genetics. Don't believe everything you're told, kids. Stay in school. Don't do drugs. And um, she was like, oh, well, I'll find him. And then she would spend hours. I would go to sleep, and I would be sawing fucking logs in my sleep, snoring like a fucking just big old monster truck right next to my wife. And she would just be happily plugging away on her phone, having weird, creepy conversations with dudes who were very old and very white, named Michael Glass. And she probably got a lot more uh, people replying back to her than I did because she's a lady who is very cute. And um, I remember one night you waking me the fuck up at like... It had to be like one in the fucking morning. And you were like, I think I found him. And I was like, what? What did you just say? <laughs> and you're like, I found him. I fucking found him. Uh, this guy looks just like you. And then um, she proceeds to show me this wrinkly fucking ball sack of a human who lived in Texas, whose name was Michael Glass, who owned, what was it, like a boat company or some shit? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it was like, your dad owns a fucking boat company. We're going to go fishing. It's going to be awesome. And I was like, 
that dude looks fucking nothing like me at all. And you're like, no, he looks just like you. He has the same eye color. His like head has those same stress wrinkles that you have from just being a fat, slumpy fucking beagle dog your entire life. It, you guys are the same guy. And I'm like, oh, I'd hate to tell you that that dude looks nothing like me. And I've looked in the mirror a lot because I hate myself. So I don't think it's him. And sure enough, he didn't reply to us. And uh, for good fucking reason, he wasn't my dad. Thank goodness. Even though it would be cool for my dad to own a boat company because, I mean, fuck, man. Like, we could go deep sea fishing every day. That guy would have been my dad. Wouldn't you think? I mean, yeah, I guess. Yeah. It's cool, though. So, we are searching hard for, like, God, what was it, like a year? Mm-hmm. At least. And then, young Thatcher was on his way, and my wife was in a fucking fever pitch, like an absolute storm of, we have to find your dad now. Because we needed to know, you know, what genetic predispositions he was going to come into the world with since, I mean, I'm the healthiest guy I know. The most shredded, jack-dieseled fucking, I am basically Ryan Gosling. Wouldn't you agree? Mm. That's a yes. All right, so... You know, I'm the picture of what perfect health is. So we just wanted to make sure that my son would also be just a god amongst men, just walking around perfectly healthy, six pack flabs, and a big old mud tire for fucking body. And, uh, yeah, we had to find out. And so she went on the hunt again, harder than ever. And I went on an underway with the Navy and I was gone for like eight fucking weeks or some shit. And you had flown back to Georgia because you know, you were on bed rest forever and your blood pressure was at an all time high. Yeah. I'd passed out in the shower. Yeah. It's fucking wild. It was terrifying. And so you had flown back to Georgia and I was gone just, Zero dark 30. You couldn't fucking call me. I couldn't call you. We couldn't talk. I don't even... We could barely email. I mean, it was like every couple of days, I feel like we were able to maybe squeak out a fucking four-sentence email of like, Hey, I'm still alive. Hey, I'm still tired. How are you feeling? My blood pressure has never been higher. And I also am dying. So I was on an eight-week underway with the Navy and we were messaging back and forth and you started sending some like weird vibes in your messages. It wasn't like, Oh, I'm going to leave you vibes, but it was very much like something is happening and you need to know, but I can't tell you vibes. And I was getting weird vibes on this eight week underway. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck is going on at home? Like, is something going on with, like, our child? Is there something going on with you? Like, what the fuck is happening? And so, at the same time, like, my mom had started messaging me, or, like, emailing me and shit, and, like, 
her and I, we didn't we didn't really email like through like emails and shit when I was like going underway because I didn't fucking have time. I literally was barely fucking getting enough sleep to survive, much less like send emails to people other than like my wife and find out status updates on like how our kids doing and shit. So she started sending me emails, but she started sending me like just weird shit too. Like, I can't wait to talk to you and I need to talk to you. So I was like, fuck dude, something's going on there too. And I'm like, man, it's going to be weird if like I get home and like Ariel's basically close to death and my stepdad is dead or something. Like I was literally just having the worst fucking time because I wasn't fucking sleeping and I was only thinking very bad things were happening because no one was giving me any fucking hints as to what the fuck was going on. So we pulled into fucking San Diego. First thing I did, uh, I realized that I had emails, but I didn't have fucking time to check them because we had just pulled in and, and they were like, hey, you can call people on the phone now. And I was like, oh, fuck, yeah, I got to go call my wife and figure out what the fuck is going on here. And I remember my mom had sent a message and you had sent me a message and you were like, I need you to fucking call me like as soon as you fucking pull in. And I was like, shit, dude. All right, cool. So I ran up and called you. And you were like, hey, uh, have you talked to anyone? And I was like, no. Why the fuck would I do that? Uh, You're my wife. You're the first person I'm going to call for literally everything. And you're like, well, um, we found your dad. And I was like, fucking what did you just say? And you go, we found your fucking dad. Like, that's a pretty big fucking news story there, bud. That's a hot topic that you probably could have fucking prefaced before you went, we found your fucking dad. And so I was a little bit floored. uh, So I just like sit down and I'm like, okay, so what's going on? Like, is he alive? Is he dead? Where the fuck is he? What's going on? Like, I have a billion fucking questions. So, uh... I'm going to play Barbara Walters or Oprah Winifrey, and I need you to fucking tell me what the fuck is going on, please. And so you're like, uh, so Michael Glass, we found him. That's your dad. Uh, he looks just like you. He lives in Tennessee. And uh, he's a fucking great guy. And I was like, so you've talked to him and you're just, I fucking talked to him a lot in like the past, like five fucking weeks. And I was just like fucking floored. I was like, Oh my God. Like I <laughs> tell, tell me fucking everything. Like I didn't know what's going on here. And so you proceed to tell me like all about this family that I have. And I had a bunch of sisters and I was like, well, I've never had sisters before. I've only had two Hispanic brothers who I guess are really only like half of my blood. And that's crazy. So the other half of my blood is, oh, they're still white. That's crazy. I should have known that was going to happen. Still surprised. Genetics still works out just fine. And so I'm like, yo, what the fuck? Like, and So you were like, you need to call your mom also, because I definitely 
was not supposed to be the first to tell you, but I could not hold that in when you were, you called me first. And I was like, well, I didn't know I was supposed to call my fucking mom first. Why the fuck would I call my mom first when I literally have a wife with a child on the way and you've been sending cryptic fucking messages to my ass? Know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And so then I was like, all right, well, I guess I'll call you back whenever uh, I get a chance. Uh, I love you. And I guess thanks for finding my dad. And then I called my mom and was like, yo, what's going on? And she was like, have you talked to anybody? And I was like, no. Who, who would I have called first but my mom? You know, you're my mom. And you've been sending me cryptic emails. <laughs> and uh, she was like, well, we found your dad. I found him. And I was like, how? How the fuck did you find him? And she goes, well, you see, I was reading my Bible and I'll say my prayers. And uh, randomly, I just got on. I felt the need to get on Facebook <laughs> and I just typed his name in and it was the first one. The third one. It was third the third one. one. OK, it was the third one. And I was like, fucking that doesn't make any sense. <laughs> that don't make a damn lick of sense now but all right i'll i'll listen to it i'll bite i'll take the bite of that hook and uh yeah so you messaged him and she was like yeah i just i knew it was him he looked the same as he did when i first met him he's just like i remember and so i sent him a message and i was like hey uh were you in pensacola at this time uh and did you know this person and this person and uh, these people? And apparently my dad was just like, yeah, bro, what up? <laughs> what you know about them people? And uh, then she was like, well, let me drop a big fucking Hiroshima-sized bomb on your fucking life. You have a son. Oops. <laughs> Don't worry, he's white. <laughs> he's white. So I know he's yours. <laughs> And, uh, she sent a bunch of pictures of me and, uh, come to find out if you literally put a side by side of him and his Navy uniforms and me and my Navy uniforms, uh, they look like the same fucking picture. So it's real hard to be like, that ain't my baby. <laughs> and so he was like, so when the fuck were you going to tell me, you know, how old is he? right he's oh he's he's like 25 fucking years old that's that's weird right that's that's not weird to you that's pretty weird to me how that happened and so yeah she gave me his contact info and all this other shit and then i was like man that's cool and she was like we plan to pick you up in georgia because i was literally gonna get back to Washington, jump on a plane, fly to Georgia, uh, to meet my wife who was basically a fucking flight risk at that time. And we were going to go down South, do a baby shower. Suck my dick. Fuck are you doing over there? I'm watching porn. I, what do you think I'm doing? <laughs> Beating cock. God. You're <laughs> annoying. So I was going to fly like a good husband 
and go meet my wife. We were going to do some baby shower shit because, you know, diapers is expensive and we was about to have a baby. And instead, what happened was my my mother goes, uh, you know, we'd like to pick you and Ariel up in fucking Georgia and drive you guys up to Tennessee so you can meet your dad. I figured it's the least we could do. And I was just like, man, it seems real nice, but it also seems real fucking weird. You know, when are you going to try and rekindle an old flame? What the fuck are you trying to do, bruh? You trying to get with my dad while you got my stepdad laying in bed, chilling, just waiting? Man, that's fucked up. But sure, I don't give a fuck. Free hotel room, free ride. It's the best Uber you could ever take until it wasn't. And man, wasn't it. <laughs> you love that drive, didn't you? Don't you want to talk about that drive? No. Please. It's so good. No. I don't want to recount it by myself. No. I need you to do this for me. No, I'm not talking about it because I don't want to get irritated. I'm already irritated. Well, there you go. You're already there. No, I don't want to talk about it because they're fucking annoying. You were pregnant. Yeah, I couldn't piss the whole time because your stepdad was like... I got pissed so much. Because like, I have a Astro Head baby sitting <laughs> on my fucking bladder. Literally just laying there, stomping on it, doing the fucking river dance yeah, on your bladder. Yeah, and then he can't drive, so I was like getting so sick. <laughs> it's awful. Bruh. 10 out of 10 would not recommend. You remember the Chick-fil-A stop? No. You don't remember stopping at Chick-fil-A? It'd be like, yeah, I mean, I don't really want Chick-fil-A. And they're like, but it's the Lord's chicken. You're like, I just ain't feeling it. I don't want chicken. <laughs> just I'll eat anything else. <laughs> just please, I'm going to yak chicken. I just know it's going to happen. And then he huffed and puffed and oh yeah, still I... drove to wherever the fuck you ended up eating. I don't even remember where you ended up eating. But... I think we ate Whataburger. Yeah, we had to stop somewhere the fuck else so you could pick up some other food. And he was so not happy about it. I don't it. give a shit. If I remember correctly, I ate from both places. So. Yeah, I think he got like fries from one place and a chicken sandwich from another or some yeah, shit. I don't even fucking damn. remember. But yeah, so it was a fucking wild taxi drive, dude. Ariel was miserable sitting in the back of a small car dying fucking try not to throw up and piss her pants and you know i've never wanted to adopt her so bad bruh depends this portion of this show is brought to you by depends for your piddle needs mm-hmm. <laughs> so we eventually make it up to tennessee and um oh yeah before that fuck i'm an idiot i'm so bad at chronological order so i my mom, it, when I was in San Diego, had given me this man's number, and I was like, all right, I'm going to fucking, do I, like, call him? Do I email him? Do I send him a Facebook message? Like, how do you tell, how do you initiate conversation as a 25-year-old man with the guy who you just found out was your dad, who in the last five weeks found out that he had a kid who was 25 and was about to have your grandkid and y'all never met so what did i do i fucking called his ass because i'm fucking dumb and i was like what's up yo dog is this michael glass and he's like 
yes. <laughs> like, hey, this is your son. <laughs> I'm Drew. I mean, my first name is Michael, which is weird, but we'll we'll discuss that later. But like, I go by Drew because I just never really wanted to go by Michael because it's no offense, bro, but <laughs> there's a thousand billion Michaels in the world. And I'm sure there's a lot of Drews, but like, I mean, sometimes I feel like Drew Carey and sometimes I feel like Drew Barrymore. You know what I'm saying? So I just want to fucking go by that one instead. And he was like, sick, bro. Um yeah so i talked to your mom i talked to your wife and like they're cool and your wife is super awesome and she's really sweet and they said that you might be coming up to see us soon and i was like yeah dude um i just found that out too uh because to be honest i'm i'm in the navy if they didn't tell you he's like "No, no i know I mean, I retired out of the Navy, and I was like, fuck, dude, you're a lifer? Ooh, <laughs> you love this shit. <laughs> Ooh, not me, bro. And he's like, yeah, I was I was on a, I was on a carrier, and I did all that stuff. Like, I feel you. Um, I know how it is. And I was like, well, fuck yeah, man. Uh, yeah, we're going we're gonna to come see you, for sure. Can't wait to meet you. I don't really know how to end this conversation, because, like... Do I be like, I love you, dad? Or no. do I call you dad? Or do I call you bruh, bro, brosif, brother? <clears throat> like, I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> this is a weird situation for me to be in. I literally basically spent the last five years of my life thinking you were dead. I had convinced myself you were dead because I had so many creepy conversations with random white dudes who shared your name. Oh, I'm sorry. I hit the mic. That's fine. And so we did that, and I was like, uh, I was like, all right, I'll talk to you later. Bye. Dad, <laughs> bye. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. <laughs> and then hung up very quickly. Like, it was the weirdest conversation I had with, like, almost a girl, except for it was my dad, who is, like, a middle-aged man. Yeah. Fuck. That sucked. I was really bad at that first impression thing, which I've always been, but whatever. And so we get to fucking Tennessee, right? And Ariel's about to fucking throw up her fucking toenails. <laughs> so it's a great time, right? And so we get to this hotel in Tennessee, and I'm like, hey, uh, you know, what are you doing? And I needed to poop. Yeah. And I couldn't poop. Nobody would let me poop. I would have let you poop, but. I needed. I, well, I just needed I to poop. Control. And uh, nobody, like, Stephen wouldn't wait long enough for me to poop. And it's hard to poop when you're pregnant. Yeah, worst Uber driver ever. One star. No well, tip. No tip. <laughs> <laughs> and so we finally get to this hotel room and I call. I'm like, hey, man, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I'm, I'll get off of work here in about an hour or so. I told them that you were going to be here today, so I'm taking off early. And I was like, well, we're, uh, we're at like this hotel. And he's like, oh, I already know where it's at, dude. There's like three hotels in this whole fucking town. I got you, bro. See you in like an hour and a half. And I was like sick and then my mom i remember my mom and and my stepdad come in to the room and they're like hey so you know we'd like to come down and you know meet your dad with you and i was just like no no please don't here's the thing this is not an emo teen phase where i'm like mom you're embarrassing me but like legitimately you had your shot bro 
this is not going to be like that weird family dynamic where we all meet up and it's a yours, mine, and ours moment. Like, just let me have this, please. I'm already having a weird fucking anxiety attack already because I have no fucking idea what to fucking do with my life. Um, Let me just fucking do this. Like, me and Ariel, we're just going to go hang out, meet this family that I found out like a week ago that I had, and we're just going to do this, right? Cool. And they gave us a little bit of that space, right? Um, Just kidding. They fucking literally went downstairs when we went downstairs, like, or shortly after us, and they were like, yeah, we're just going to go eat food. And then we're like, oh, hey, you know, I'm that girl that you plowed out and put a baby inside of probably after one try. How lucky are you, bro? Look at this thing we made. What the fuck, man? Anyways, so my dad, Michael Glass, steps out of the fucking car when he rolls up. And first off, I just want you guys to know this. He's bald because he wants to be. All right? He doesn't have to be. But if you ever see pictures of this man, which I guarantee I will throw all the cool pictures out, you're going to see that this man, with the help of my mother, fucked my height for the rest of my life. And I love this man to death. I would do anything for my dad because he's a great dude. But fuck, man, I was I was not getting height from anyone in my gene pool. We were all swimming in the shallow pool. And so he steps out of the car, bald, and I was like, oh, no. Am I going to be bald soon? I'm going to nervously sweat now. And walks up, and I literally am like, man, I thought you'd be taller. And he goes, I thought so, too. And I was like, this man's my dad right here, dude. Oh, man, it's awesome, right? It's the best thing ever. It's like... Literally, when you watch Airbud for the first time, I was like that happy and excited. It was like, man, what a fucking movie ending to the longest, weirdest story that I've lived. Hey, hold on. It's your mom. Speaking of wood. Nice. What up, mom? Hello. All right, and we're back for the final installment on how the fuck did these honkies get a weird last name? All right, so I'm going to take this last bit solo because important phone calls, money moves. All right, so just live with it, rock with it, take the rest of this beautiful fucking story into your perfect little ears. All right. So my dad and I literally the same fucking person, dude. It's fucking nuts. Like the dude had like similar interests to me. He also was in the Navy. He had this fucking amazing family. Uh, I get to meet a couple of my sisters, which so for a guy who grew up with, uh, two Hispanic brothers and myself right in the house to find out that I had like 
five sisters was fucking nuts. Dude, like, I never had sisters, right? So it was, it was pretty wild. Honestly, like, I was pretty pretty stoked on it. I mean, they're all cool as shit. You know, I, I still talk to them every once in a while and things like that and, you know, try to keep up. We have, like, this weird group chat thing going on. It's been going on for a couple of years now. And, uh, you know, I get to meet the fam, right? It's, it's a huge thing. And so I was, like, really about it. So I just get to hang out with my dad for a couple of days and just kind of get to know where he lived and, you know, know his story. And it's just, it was, like, a huge, huge fucking thing. It was, like, a huge fucking thing for me um, to finally get to meet my dad and whenever I finally got to meet him and stuff and like get to know him and we were like, Hey, you know, this is, you know, my wife, um, you know, we're having a boy. So that thing that you were able to do one time I did on my first try and it's pretty great, right? You're going to, we're going to do our best to keep the gene pool just strong and running. And, uh, <laughs> Yeah, man, it was fucking amazing. And he was just, just a regular fucking guy, man. And the fact that he wasn't dead was pretty great. I was very happy with that because, uh, like I had stated a few times now, I fully intended that he was probably not alive. But not only was he alive, but he was also a great dude. He was super cool. And, you know, I got to meet some of my sisters. They're also fucking all doing cool shit. And, um... Uh, honestly, like I've never, I could, couldn't be happier because it was like a fairy tale way to end a very weird beginning, right? It was pretty, I wouldn't say tragic. I mean, I didn't lose anybody. I just didn't know I didn't have somebody early on. And so then, of course, we had my son. Um, my dad's got to meet my son a few times, hold him, you know, spend a lot of time with him, really get to know my son, Thatcher, and um, he's really good with him. He's really, really good with him. And normally we try to make this a pretty funny uh, podcast, but it's starting to get pretty fucking serious, hot and heavy in here. But I guarantee that as a promo, you guys are going to get to see uh, the first picture is of me and my dad together, and you're gonna be like, "Man, that's a that's an old bald you there, bud." And you're not wrong. I did find out that he looks like a really cute man as a with a shaved head, and I really did not think I was gonna look good bald, but he carries himself well. I'm gonna keep my hair growing out though, cause I'm trying to really get my fucking Duck Dynasty on when I get out. But eventually. I might go bald, and if I do, I'm going to look like a sexy biker man because I will also keep a beard, which this man has not been allowed to do, and I wish he had a Duck Dynasty beard. I'd love to see what I look like with just, like, a beard down to my titties and, you know, hair down to my ass cheeks. But until I get to do that and, you know, my dad gets to see what he could have looked like, as, uh, you know, a stand-in for all the Duck Dynasty brothers. Well, you're going to get to see what bald me looks like until then. 
So I guarantee there will be a promo picture on this. So check our Facebook. Definitely get in on that. Uh, if you're not sharing us with all your friends, I mean, you know, they're missing out. You're obviously not because you're listening to our beautiful voices and us saying dumb shit most of the time. But, you know, today we really had to break it down. You guys have been with us for 10 episodes and also at least one episode of Getting Old, which thank you guys for all the support. It's been fucking amazing. And like we have said many times in the last 10 episodes, we are going to keep on fucking trucking forward. We are in the process of selling a fucking great house that we have made our own. But, you know, like all good things, they got to come to an end at some point. So please, buy my fucking house. I would love it so much if anyone would buy this damn thing. Because uh, I won't be living in it here in just a couple months. But as soon as we get to our next place... We got big plans on the horizon. We are in the process of getting everything together to build a home studio. So as soon as we get our next house together, I promise shortly thereafter I'll have video support for all of us. And uh, you'll get to see the dysfunctional family in action. We are going to build a fucking home studio for the ages. A special shout out to our boys two sailors with wood all right they are currently in the process of building our future magic dorito for our podcast we are setting up the home studio and getting the final pieces together so that probably before the end of this year you guys are going to get to finally see us on youtube as well as everywhere you're listening now Uh, so just keep the push keep loving it keep on sharing it with all your friends And, uh, yeah, look out for us to be changing our name soon, too. That's another thing that we've been working on. Getting all the paperwork together to change your name is actually a lot harder than I thought it was because I didn't know, you know, I guess if you live outside of the state of California, you actually have to produce paperwork to change your fucking name. Some people can just be so lucky to live in a state where you just go, I think I feel like being this name this week. And, uh... Then you just get to be that name, right, legally. So there's paperwork involved, and I fully intend on taking my dad's last name, carrying that legacy on, keeping the fucking drive alive, right? And uh, will it confuse my son? Probably. But hopefully we can get it done before he goes to school or has to learn how to write so that he can at least write a name that makes more sense than, you know, his current last name. Yikes. So I do have an intense love of tacos, and so does my wife. And uh, so we I feel like we've earned our last name currently. But it is about time for a change in a lot of different aspects, not just my fucking house that I'm trying to sell. Please buy my house. Um, but also, we're going to get our last name changed at some point. It obviously does not affect the podcast, right? But you'll get to hear about that. I'm sure there will be a lot more frustration to bring that on but until next time this has been a fucking wild episode 10 you have gotten a special inside look at the story that i have had to recount to at least a hundred fucking people since i found out who my dad was and now you are all in the know this has been 
another fucking fantastic episode of Down Home Dysfunction. I love you all, and my wife loves you all. Stay classy, motherfuckers. We want to thank you for listening to this week's episode of Down Home Dysfunction. If you enjoyed this episode, rate us five stars wherever you're listening and share it with your friends. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast so you can receive the newest episodes as soon as they're released. Do you have dysfunctional stories? We want to hear them. Send us your stories to our messenger on Facebook or send us an email at dhdpod at gmail.com. Once again, thanks for listening and we'll see you next time on Down Home Dysfunction. Dysfunction.